0: Once again, South African police cross the line today, Friday, March 1st, from Public Radio International, the BBC World Service, and WGBH Boston, this is The World. I'm Marco Werman, eight South African police officers charged with murder for dragging a handcuffed man behind their van. Also, Dennis Rodman got into North Korea, and so could you, says this tour operator. It's like travel anywhere. You know, you book, you put down your deposit, and we can get you a visa, providing you're not a journalist. And later, why an Egyptian American wants to run the Jerusalem Marathon without shoes. Barefooted. Barefoot? Absolutely. It's a holy place. I could not believe that I'm walking in Jerusalem wearing my shoes.
1: eyes. The World is supported by the Medtronic Foundation, inviting you to assist Minnesota Timberwolves' Ricky Rubio in an online simulation to learn how to save a life from sudden cardiac arrest, a leading cause of death among young athletes. Learn more at heartrescuenow.com.
0: Hi, Marco Wormen, This is The World. The police blotter for the past year in South Africa has been soaking up a lot of ink and a lot of blood. And in some big cases, it's the actions of the officers themselves that wound up under scrutiny. The latest episode was captured on several shaky cell phone videos. Uniformed policemen appear to handcuff a thin young man to the back of a police van. <laughs> The officers then drive the van, dragging the helpless man as onlookers shout and scream. The man, a taxi driver, an immigrant from Mozambique, later died, and the officers involved are now in jail. New York Times correspondent Lydia Polgreen is in Johannesburg, and she's been analyzing the video.
1: If you listen to what the people are saying and have it interpreted into English, people are questioning what the police are doing, asking, what did he do? What did he do? And the police uh, shout back, well, he started it. So I think clearly there was shock and dismay at what was happening. And later on, you saw a fairly substantial crowd of protesters gather outside the police station to express their anger at what had happened. This is particularly significant because uh, the taxi driver was from Mozambique, and South Africa has um, for years suffered from terrible uh, xenophobic violence Mm. where you have these vigilante mobs that go after immigrants who are blamed for taking jobs of South Africa. who are blamed for crime and other things, rightly or wrongly. So it's particularly striking that in this case, the police were going after a foreigner and you had a largely South African crowd questioning their activities.
0: You've also written, though, how for many South Africans, the images are reminiscent of apartheid police tactics.
1: Absolutely. I mean, who can't think of a a dead black man found in a police cell and not think about Steve Biko, who was, of course, the black consciousness movement leader who was beaten to death by police officers in 1977. In the years of apartheid, the police officers would have been largely black and they would have been serving a racist government. The situation now is you have a democratically elected, largely black government that reflects the demographics of the country. And these police officers uh, involved were all black as well. So I think that it's deja vu, but uh, almost like a photo negative of deja vu. And I think for many people, that's incredibly shocking.
0: I got to say, for me, my thoughts turn to the tragic 1998 story of African American James Byrd Jr., who was dragged to his death by white racists in Jasper, Texas. These are black policemen, though, for the most part, doing the same thing to a black man. What kind of conversations has that sparked in South Africa?
1: you have to remember that South Africa's police, their job used to be essentially to protect white people from black people and keep black people under control. They had no interest in protecting black people from crime. So at the end of apartheid, uh, there was a broad effort to change the force. They changed the name from the South African police force to the South African police service. They were supposed to serve the public, not harass them. Huge amounts of money were spent. Um, All these reforms were brought in. But then suddenly there was a huge crime wave. And Uh, the government felt that it needed to crack down and crack down hard. So you had this terrible combination of factors. You had lots of crime. You had many, many new police officers on the job with very little training. You had rising corruption. And that, of course, was a recipe for disaster. And we've seen the number of killings of civilians by police skyrocket in recent years.
0: And from these shores, I've got to say, the last 12 months has really seen a a degradation of the image and reputation of South Africa's police. The the officers who opened fire on striking plat Miners killing 34 last year. A key...